Please pray with me. Abundant God, you have given us so much. Our very lives are a gift from you, and we are grateful. As we look into your word this morning, remind us of the true source of our joy, the joy that we don't find in possessions or in bigger bank accounts, but only in you. Draw us close to you now and prepare our hearts, we pray. Amen. My friend Julie recently wrote an article for the Covenant Companion, our denomination's magazine, and it was published online just a couple days ago. Julie is one of the most incredible pastors that I know. She cares deeply for her students and her congregation at First Covenant in Jamestown, New York. She's also a cancer survivor. She fought and beat stage three endometrial cancer last year. Her article titled, Surprised by Joy, shares her journey towards reclaiming her joy after her diagnosis and the challenges of chemo. One of the influences she credits with her recovery of her sense of joy is Marie Kondo, the author of the popular book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Marie is also the star of a new Netflix special showcasing her organizational skills and her philosophy of curated minimalism. In this special, Marie visits the homes of people in need of some tidying up and she gently confronts the lifestyles that lead to a cluttered house, the kind of attitudes that lead to people being overwhelmed by the volume of their possessions and stressed out about what they do and don't have. Her KonMari method is simple, reducing the items in your home or your life to things that only bring you practical value or things that spark joy. Marie guides her devotees through a process of organizing by category, clothing, holiday decorations, examining each object individually. You may ask, how do I decide if an object sparks joy? Marie recommends holding it up to the light so that you can really see it, and to try to imagine the feelings that you get from using that object. Marie says you'll know pretty quickly if your soul responds to an object, which to some of you might sound like some new age philosophy, but is actually pretty natural. Your body knows joy when you feel it. Your soul knows the comfort of a soft blanket for cold nights. Your soul knows the warmth of a cup of coffee in the mug that fits your hand just right. And your soul knows the nostalgia of flipping through family photo albums. I've recently been inspired by Marie Kondo as well. Uh, And I looked through my apartment this week and the piles of clutter that I accumulate over the course of many months of living there. And I quickly ran into a few issues. I couldn't even tackle my medicine cabinet full of skincare because opening the door would have caused a miniature avalanche. 
So I moved on to clothing, which I thought would be easier. My almost entirely monochromatic wardrobe in my closet does spark joy for me, um, but the four identical black scoop neck t-shirts do not. So I managed to part with one of them. Yes, only one. <laughs> I am far from an expert at this point. And yet, when I looked at my declutter pile at the end of the day, I knew that I hadn't fixed the problem. Even though I got rid of things that didn't bring me joy, I knew in my heart that I wanted more. You see, my online shopping carts are full of things that I think I need, but only vaguely have a use for. I continue to compulsively buy decorative pillows for a couch that is more pillow fort than couch at this point. In one of my online accounts, I found two more black scoop neck t-shirts waiting to be purchased. It would be funny if it weren't so convicting. In our passage from Luke chapter 12 today, Jesus tells a parable to a man eager for his inheritance. Jesus says to him, take care, be on guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. The text continues, then he told a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, what should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. So go ahead, relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things that you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich towards God. That might be a familiar story to you, but if it's not, here's my little paraphrase. An already wealthy man learns that he will soon have way more than he needs, but he has no place to store his excess. He comes up with a plan to rebuild his barns so that they are even bigger than before. This is the part that gets me, though. When he looks at his abundance and his bigger barns, the moment he examines his possessions and holds them up to the light, he tells his soul that surely all of this will make him happy. Surely this wealth will make him secure for many years to come. Surely this extra grain and these extra goods will make possible the lifestyle that he is already living, full of relaxation, feasting, and pleasure. I think it is a profound cultural critique that Marie Kondo's advice has become so popular 
and so transformative for so many people. I think it is reflective of our society that so many of us have so much, too much really, especially in my case, that we, the things we own end up owning us. The things that fill our lives and our homes but leave us feeling empty and stressed show us that these things were never meant to fill our hearts. I think we all believe on some level that more is more is more, that more of this or more of that will somehow satisfy us. There are things that genuinely spark joy in our lives, and then there are things that we own or simply want to own because of a more aspirational motivation. We hope that owning some things will make us the so-called better versions of ourselves. More youthful, perhaps, or more stylish, more admired, or more worthy. We buy things that we think will fill the holes inside of us to soothe the emptiness we try to ignore, to bandage the wounds that we try so hard to hide and to manage the pain that we attempt to conceal. But I think Jesus is onto something here that Marie Kondo knows and advises modern Americans like us. More isn't actually more. Having more for the sake of more doesn't bring security, not even in 401k accounts or pension plans, because none of us are promised tomorrow. In many ways, having more actually ends up being less. Less deep satisfaction, less connection to other people, and for sure, less peace of mind. More doesn't inherently spark joy because simple volume isn't the answer to the needs of our souls. The man thinks that more will be good for his soul but Jesus knows the truth. The things that our soul craves can't be bought or quantified or stored in bigger and bigger barns. The things that spark joy in our souls are much too divine for that. We all know the joy of reconnecting with old and familiar friends. We know the joy of true vulnerability when we are known and loved as we are, not for who we think we are. We know the joy of family, the people with whom we share the highs and lows of our days. We know the joy of caring for others in our community and seeing compassion, mercy, and justice at work. We know the joy of seeing our children grow up into amazing teenagers and young adults. And today, we get to experience two more things that spark an eternal kind of joy, bearing witness to two people, Ryan and Ellery, being baptized into the family of God and the sharing of the Lord's Supper together. These sacraments are mystical moments when our souls come into contact with the God of the universe, the God who gives us all that we need, and all of the love that our souls crave.
So, if you have more than you need, if you have a house overflowing with stuff, or if you have a closet filled with multiple black scoop neck t-shirts, if you have a metaphorical barn filled with enough grain to feed you for years to come, I invite you this week to tell your soul that you know where your joy is truly sparked. Tell your soul that the more that you're looking for is found right here, right in the presence of God. And so, be rich in your generosity and in your gratitude towards God. For where our treasures are found, there our hearts and souls will be also. Amen.